Hey, welcome back to the Better Fitness Proof Podcast. It's me, Matt April, your host, along with one of our amazing, wonderful members here, Tara Kowalski. I said it right, correct? Right? You did. I did. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm like always hesitant sometimes. I feel like I butcher people's names. I said it the other day with one of our other members, Laura. I said her last name wrong. She's like, actually... <laughs> I'm not even gonna try to say it now. So you're <laughs> so all that good. Happened. No worries. No so Tara, can you introduce yourself to everyone who's listening and tell us about yourself? Sure. So I'm Tara Kowalski. Um, I am 44, soon to be 45. Mm-hmm. I am a mother of four. Uh, background in classical archaeology and history, and I love to dig in the dirt. Um, <laughs> And I just, uh, Bet on Better is my happy place. So um, I like to travel. I've traveled all over the world, but uh, Bet on Better is my happy place. I'll just put that in there. (laughs) Thank you. All right, then we're done. It's a wrap. (laughs) So let's talk about, well, let me tell me about your travels. Where where have you played? Where are some places you've traveled? Um, I've been all over Western Europe. Um, I've been to Egypt. Gosh, I've been everywhere, all over the UK. Um, I lived in Greece my senior year of college. Yeah. Um, so as I was saying before, my background's in history and archaeology. Um, I've gone on archaeological excavations. Uh, Pre-COVID, I was volunteering uh, for Newland Gris Mill. Um, they have a public archaeology program, so I was helping them out occasionally and uh, just trying to keep my toes dipped in the water, so to speak. Um, I used to work at the University of Pennsylvania Museum of Archaeology and Anthropology. It's a mouthful, folks. Uh, the <laughs> Penn Museum, as it's known today. Um, dream job. Loved it. But um, I quit to have my children. So um, tough decision, but uh, totally worth it. Totally worth you know. it. Totally you know, worth it. as a parent. four. I have four. You yep. Have four. Two boys and two girls. Oh, so. my Gosh, I have my hands full with just two. Yeah, it's a so lot. <laughs> I can't even imagine doubling that yeah. and still doing everything that you've accomplished and you've done in your life in that time of, since having kids. Because I know you've gone through a lot and done a lot, and we're going to talk about some of it here. Yep. But um, I want to—I don't want to overlook this archaeology aspect because it's really freaking <laughs> cool. So give me like, talk me through one of like the coolest experiences of like, like maybe like a dig. Uh, that's, if that's um, what it was called. So when I was in graduate school, um, I went to a site, a Roman uh, archaeological site called Silchester, and it is um, about 40 miles west of London, just to put it in perspective where it is on the map. Um, and it was um, a teaching school, so they taught you how to dig and do it properly. Um, and it was just a lot of fun, and I found uh, Roman tesserae, which are like these little... Um, pieces of flooring, uh, their colors, they're really pretty, like a mosaic. Um, what else did I find? Bone hairpin, a stylus, like a writing implement, um, lots of, uh, roof tiles, (laughs) lots and lots of roof tiles and lots of rocks. Just when you think you have not found another rock, you have found another rock folks. So (laughs) lots of rocks. And then we were going through people's, you know, ancient trash heaps. So lots of, uh, animal bones. So, wow. Yeah. 2000 years old. So pretty cool. Holy moly. So I don't, I feel like there has to be a specific technique to digging, like teaching you how to dig and like, so you don't break anything. Right. You yes. Just like, 
Yeah, hack you away. can't just get you can't just get in there and hack away. And you know, you want to definitely stay away from the fill from the corners of the where the walls meet because you don't want the walls to come crumbling down. So there's a lot involved with it. But I mean, the great thing is, even if um, someone who is just interested in archaeology and wants to jump into an excavation, there are programs out there um, available for people that are amateur that have never done it before. Uh, just go on to the Archaeological Institute of America's website. I think it's AIA.org or something like that. Um, and you can look up digs in your area in the United States, in Europe, in Asia, anywhere you want to go. Um, and you can join a, an excavation. So. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah wow. Really I had no fun. idea that you could do it without having it be yes. like a profession. Yeah, you can be taught. Archaeology absolutely is you know something that can be taught. So. And it's yeah. an art. It's definitely it, an art. Yeah, it is. You can't just it is. hack away. Like can't I would just, just get dig. in there. How do you find a spot? Like how do you actually come across oh, a spot to know well, where you're going to Well, there's dig? a whole a lot of stuff goes into actual site surveying and um, people will dig test pits to see if there's pottery or any evidence of like trash pit. That's like what we really like to look for are trash pits because lots of cool stuff can be found there. A trash pit. What's yeah. a trash pit? A trash heap. Somebody just like throws open their back door and is putting out, you know, last night's dinner or this morning's breakfast, the remnants, the scraps, or you have a broken plate. I don't need that broken plate anymore. I'm just going to throw that out into the, into the trash, which is in my backyard. Whoa. And so that gets filled up over time. Um, it's called a palimpsest. It's just layers of dirt and whatever, if, depending on where you are, maybe sand. Um, but it, it, it layers up over time. And so you, when you go on excavation, you had, one of the things we look for or we look at is strata, different layers of strata, um, and what you can find in each layer and how old each layer is. So... I could talk about this for ages. So. I am so fascinated. Like, I'm not even joking. This is crazy to me. Like, mind-blowing. Because I've seen, like, you'll see pictures on the internet. Or you'll see, uh, like, I went to the, um, oh, gosh, what's it called? The big hole in our, in, in, over there in, like, Arizona. Uh, the Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, my brain sometimes. Went to the Grand Canyon. But you can see, like, the layers of the earth and yeah. just that. And, like, it's see how really much it's cool. come down. So the, the reverse happens for, for people who are archaeologists, right? It just... It, things fill up and cover up. And And then we start at the top and work our way down. And sometimes we'll be doing like uh, ground penetrating radar and satellite imaging. And I mean, there's a lot of different aspects that go into it. You don't just sort of like be like, I'm just going to dig over there. (laughs) That's not how it works. Like there's a lot of thought into it, a lot of research that goes into it, um, researching the area and the culture and I mean there's there's tons so and also I want to remind folks that um x never marks the spot I know in Indiana Jones <laughs> lots of people will say well x marks the spot actually it doesn't x never marks the spot and uh but yes things that you find do belong in a museum having worked in a museum I can tell you yes they should be enjoyed by everyone so right. you know people will say well if I just find this well might want to you know ask local authorities like hey this is something that you know I was walking on the trail and say Valley Forge Park for example and I came across some arrowheads you know take those over to the park ranger to the uh, the park service and you know let them know because it may be leading to something bigger and if you think about it if everyone took something with them home like we wouldn't really have anything left for everybody to enjoy so exactly Wow. Okay. So PSA, there you go. If you find something <laughs> out on a park or if your kids are digging in dirt and you find something, 
notify yeah. some authorities. I mean, it's it's one thing if it's your own property. I'm talking more like if you're out and about, like okay. you don't want to just be digging on people's private lands. So when I was younger, we had a like creek that ran through our backyard, and so me and my younger brother, not Nick, but the one between us. We'd go back, Nick wasn't old enough at this time. We'd go back to that creek and like play in the creek and other friends in the neighborhood. And I remember digging in like this, like the the sediment along the creek, like just like digging, digging, digging. I got pretty deep in there and we would build dams, but I found this this ring. It was like this metal ring. And it was it was from nineteen like thirty-nine. It was like a Mickey Mouse, but like old school Mickey Mouse, but it was like kind of like rusted and like some parts came off and it's been there for a while but i held on to that thing for years like this is an artifact like this is this has to be worth so much money i might still have it somewhere i that would be very cool i would love to see that <laughs> i will if i remember to i'm gonna try to yes. see if i can find that in like i have like only a handful of boxes from my childhood everything else is is gone yeah i don't need it anymore but a couple of things i kept and I wonder if that's in one of those boxes that are Thank under our check. steps in our basement right now. So I'll have to, when Make this comes back note. up, Make yeah, a mental, mental note. note. <laughs> and if I miss it, then when I watch this in the future, go look for that. Future Matt. <laughs> so Tara, yeah. Find it yeah. so Tara can see it. Find it so Tara can see it. <laughs> so let's talk about, uh, let's, let's shift gears and kind of go into, for you and your fitness and your journey, um, not only here at BOB, but also what it took like, getting here. So tell me. Tell me about Tara before we met, before we met on the phone call during the pandemic. Oh boy. Okay. So, um, I have struggled with a ton of autoimmune diseases my whole life. Um, they've gotten worse as I've gotten older and especially after having children, things have gotten progressively worse. And, um, I've been having a hard time finding a good balance with um, you know, eating right and exercising and doing everything you're supposed to do. And, you know, I, I sort of was bouncing around between places and I had gone to a big box gym and I sort of thought that was the answer, but it really wasn't. Um, it, it just turned out just wasn't for me. So, um, I kind of was in limbo to be honest with you. I was just hanging out, like not really sure what exactly I was doing. I, for so long had focused on my kids, not really focusing on myself for like, all of my 30s, I was either pregnant or nursing, so it was always about them, you know, always about the children. Um, and then once I got, once I turned 40, I got into my 40s, I was like, man, I really need to do something here. Like, I need to focus on me. I need to just get healthy because my autoimmune stuff is not going away. Mm-hmm. It's not getting better. And I need to figure out how to manage it. And, you know, my doctors are like, well, really, quite honestly, keeping your blood pressure down, keeping your weight down, you know, that's going to help you tremendously. Um, and then more recently finding out that I have this heart condition, I have a thoracic aortic aneurysm, um, which just happened. Um, it's not something that, you know, it can be, uh, something that's inherited, but, um, it's just something that happened to me and it wasn't like, there wasn't a real cause behind it other than it's probably tied into all the other autoimmune stuff. But um, more recently with that, you know, my cardiologist was encouraging me to do um, weight, uh, strength training, weightlifting, but not excessive, not straining. You know, when I was first thinking weightlifting, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I can, I'm lucky if I can pick up two suitcases, you know, like I'm not, I'm not like, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're a little bit there, you're clicking close there, you're catching up. <laughs> you know, so if, if I was like, okay, I didn't really, you know, think much of it, Um but then my friend Kathy, uh, who 
gosh, I love Kathy. I've known her forever. Uh, we started out with the Moms Club together. Um, she contacted me during the pandemic. It was April 2020. It was like, hey, guess what? I put your name in for this um, free trial membership and you won. And I was like, wait, what? What did you do? Who is this? Like, what, what, what gym are you talking about? Like, I had absolutely no idea. Because again, like, I had focused so long on everyone else. I really wasn't, you know, I kind of gave up on the gym after my big box experience kind of deflated. So mm-hmm. I was like, eh, you know, all right. I'll, I'll see. So I go on to Bent on Better's website, and I was like, "Huh? Well, that's that's pleasant. That's a pleasant surprise. Like, <laughs> I see people of all shapes and sizes. I see people of, um, you know, all ages and all um, ethnic backgrounds. And like, it was just like this. It looked like an awesome community. And I was like, "Huh? I could get behind that." Mm-hmm. And so I was like, "All right, Kathy. All right, all right. I'll indulge it. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll do this. You know, I'll do this trial membership." So then she introduces me to all of you wonderful trainers, um, <laughs> family, as I like to call you now, family members, Yay. and um, it was life changing. I, I mean, that's all I can tell you. It was life changing. I have never found something that has worked for me. In the past, I've tried stuff and have failed and have stopped and have given up and been like, meh, you know, well, maybe I'll return to that someday. Mm-hmm. Never in a million years did I think when Kathy <laughs> told me back during the pandemic, hey, you've got this free trial. By the way, we're all stuck at home and it's all going to be online. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> a month into the pandemic. Yeah, it was all online. <laughs> but it was awesome because not only did I do it all online, I did it consistently. Mm-hmm. I also did um, personal training. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to go all in because, see, that's my personality. I'm either all in on something or I'm just completely out. I'm not doing it. So I felt like, you know what? I can go in on, all in on this. And so that's what I did. And I just found, you know, in the beginning, I was like, weak, 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 weak. Like, you know, when I, in, in my own mind, thinking I'm weak. But in all honesty, I really wasn't. I really wasn't. Right. And everyone, Alicia and Nick, Matt, everybody was <laughs> saying to me, oh, you, you, you can do more than that. Like, add on another five pounds. You can do that. That's, you know, you absolutely, we believe in you. You can do it. And I was like, I don't know if I can. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. Yes, I can do this. Like, yes, I can. So, you know, it was the, um, the reinforcing, the positivity, the, uh, commitment that just came out of all of it that just really, I can't say enough good things about it when I tell you that bent on better is my happy place. It truly is. Now I did not come here until, April of 2021. So it was a full year before I actually really stepped inside and worked out in person. And it was kind of like a shocker when I did. Everyone was like, oh my gosh, she's here. Like, oh my gosh. Um, But when I did, it was like, there was no stopping me. So last year, um, I, I decided I was going to make a commitment to exercise three times a week, every week. And I've kept that commitment since July of 2020. So, mm. <laughs> so at least three times. So I'm really, and now because I, I've decided to, um, you know, do like an unlimited thing, uh, I'm coming more frequently. So 
And consistently. And consistently, because honestly, it really is. And, and you know, I'm sure everyone hears this all the time. Like consistency is key, but it's true. Mm-hmm. It is true in everything you do in life. So it's no different with your health. It's no different with your exercise routine. You have to be consistent. So, um, again, just life changing, like the light bulb went off and, you know, I, I thank Kathy all the time. I'm like, Kathy, I owe you girl. Like seriously, this is huge, huge. So what was it for you that you, when you, what did it take for you to make that commitment to say, I want to do three days a week? What, what, what was that thing? What was that external force, internal force? What was it that made you say, you know, I'm going to commit to this. So when I was home, um, working out, it was, and actually the same holds true for now. It was the community, the community of people at this gym. I have never met a more, um, amazing, supportive, awesome, friendly, sincere, um, accepting, like nothing like it anywhere. So when I think of Bet on Better, I think of community because it's, it's huge. It's a huge part of what this gym is. And I know all the trainers feel the same way. Like it's, it really is what brings everybody together for this common goal of living better, living healthier, living longer, being able to enjoy your life no matter where you are in your life. Um, that's really what it was, was the community. Oh, that just, my heart right now is just so full. <laughs> oh my goodness. You're on so many levels. Of course, I'm biased, but I agree. It's the community yeah, and the people here. That's why we get up day in and day out to show up because of the people and vice versa. They show up because of the community. It's, it's everybody here. And it's the experience that makes it that you can commit to this three days a week. Or two. Some people just do two days. Mm-hmm. Right? They start with two. I say start where, wherever you are. Start with where you are, wherever you are, and just commit to what you can do yeah. and build on that. So for you, it was three days. And then those three days was like three days and then a personal training session. Mm-hmm. And then that kept building. And now consistently showing up a minimum of three, but now it's like four, five. Sometimes five, sometimes six. six. Like it's incredible. <laughs> yeah. But it took you a year to get to that point. Yeah. It it, and, and that's, I think that's a big takeaway for a lot of people who are listening and, and who, who can relate to your story, who maybe are suffering from an autoimmune disease for their entire life. And they're dealing with the pains and the struggles that come with it. But understanding that you don't have to go full head of steam into this unlimited six days a week, seven days a week, go, 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 go start, start simple. I agree with you starting small and where you're comfortable at, because for me, inflammation really plays a huge part into autoimmune diseases. Mm -hmm. And I struggle with inflammation. It's cyclical. Uh, you know, every six to 10 weeks I'm dealing with another episode and I'll come in and you know, whoever's here training that day, you know, how you doing Tara? I'm like, well, you know, my shoulders flaring or my knee is flaring. And then there's adjustments made. So I never, ever am like, oh my gosh, like I'm not going to be able to do a movement because there's always adjustments, you know, and and the trainers are just so experienced and so well-educated. Like there's never a question in my mind, like, you know, I'm not sure I could do that movement today. Well, let's try this one instead. And there's no judgment. There's absolutely no judgment. So... Just it's, encouragement. It's great. Yeah. That's always, it. always encouragement and smiles. Mm-hmm. I've never come in here without people smiling. So, because 
we want to be here. Yeah. You know, the people that come here want to be here. The trainers want to be here. It's a, it's a happy place. It's a great place. It's my happy place. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh, I love it. Just in case you didn't know folks, it is my happy place. (laughs) (laughs) Tara, you're so great. Oh God, I love it. Well, and you know, not to beat a dead horse, but there are so many people out there who can relate to your knee and the flare-ups of your shoulder and the flare-up that you have to, that you've been dealing with for so long. I mean, especially since having kids and how it's just gone, like it hasn't gone down, but you've found ways to make it part of your life. Mm-hmm. You've found ways of working around or working, not necessarily like through that. That's a good thing, but you found ways to, to mitigate that pain to, and to move forward with your own goals. And you've had some pretty amazing success. I would definitely call it amazing success because Yes, it's been progress and you've maintained that progress, but you've had a successful period of progress and now you're holding on to that success. And I don't know the exact numbers, but I know you've lost some weight and I know you, I yeah. know you've done some pretty good stuff. Do you know this stuff? Do you want to share? Uh, yeah, about 65 pounds. <laughs> In, but over a year. Over a year. Uh, sorry, more over a year. a year. Yeah, more, I mean, more than a year. Yeah, and you've been on that point. journey and you, and you put the work in and it's not just showing up for workouts. It's you're eating better, yeah. which is also helping with yeah. the autoimmune diseases. It, it does. It really and truly does. I mean... The nutrition piece is huge. Um, I am no expert, but I feel like the nutrition piece is pretty heavy. Like that, that really does a lot of the heavy lifting and then the working out and, you know, losing weight is great. Don't get me wrong. Like it's a wonderful benefit to getting healthier. But for me, really the positive thing for me is, um, just being able to move better and not have pain or, you know, just being able to like lift things up. You know, I'm carrying, you know, all these grocery bags or I've gone to Target and I, yes, I could take five in each arm, you know, like, yes, I could take that, um, uh, the, uh, you know, the, why am I blanking now? That really oh, you know, heavy when thing. I go to, the really heavy thing that you get from Target because <laughs> yeah. everybody goes to Target and gets stuff they don't need. So, so true. there's that. But anyway, so that, that's, you know, that's it. It's like, yes, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And that, that just being able to do that is huge. Yeah. Huge. So for you, I want, I want to, and I really want to hear what your thoughts are. So coming in here and, and focusing more on the strength aspects so the strength training, when you originally, when your doctor said you need to do more strength training, what did you think of strength training? And then what is it actually in your experience? <laughs> okay. So my original thoughts with strength tra- strength training was like, big weights and like, you know, we're going to do all this heavy lifting and like straining. And I was just like, oh my gosh, no, 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 no. Like I can't, I can't do that. Like I'm like, you know, five pound weights, 10 pound weights. Like I can't do that. That's not what it was at all. In fact, a lot of the times it was using, um, the bands and other equipment, like not just a kettlebell or not just a dumbbell, um, using your own body weight a lot of the time. It, it builds you up incredibly. It's amazing. Um, just gravity, yeah. you know, pushing or pulling against that. Like that was, a, you know, huge for me. I was like, oh, no, it's not necessarily like we're going to jump right in and start, you know, lifting all of these huge weights. Not that there's anything wrong with that for people who have trained mm-hmm. and know how to do it. I did not know how to, you know, handle any weights like that. So, uh, but I have eventually built up to being able to lift heavier yes. for me, which is huge. I mean, so huge. when back when we did our, uh, our strength week and we did our PR week, 
I know we had some PRs. I know we had some big days. Like, can you share some things you remember? Um, so my um, trap bar weight was 135 pounds. So you deadlifted 135 pounds. <laughs> yes. And we're talking about not lifting big weights, but yet you're lifting big weights and you're capable and you did it without I did pain. it without pain. And you did it with success of actually going through the movement and completing yep. the movement. Yep. And you did it multiple times. Yes. That's the coolest part. Yeah. It wasn't just the one time, like, let me just see you and go see how it goes. You did it and you did it again and did it again. Well, and I kept saying like, no, I don't think I could do this. But then Lynn was like, no, you absolutely can do that. If you can lift 70, mm -hmm. like you can do that. And we just kept inching up and inching up and just trying it and seeing how it is. And I was like, huh, yeah, I can do 135. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I surprised myself. Um, but yes, it can be done. Absolutely. But it took time. It took time. It took there time. was no just diving right in. I mean, again, when I first started out, I was using very low, low, low weights, mm -hmm. in my opinion, low weights. So, and, and it was. But with those low weights, you were going, moving slowly. You were moving in a controlled manner. You were paying attention to your form and the stability and the balance. Oh, I'm a stickler for form. Yes. I'm a stickler for form, and I'm always that. asking. I'm like, am I doing this right? Yes. Molly, Nick, <laughs> is this right? Because I'm like, wait a minute. I'm always messing up the deadlifts or the, the um, oh gosh, there's there's one that I always mess up, and and they're like, nope, nope, you're doing the other thing again. <laughs> I got to <laughs> yeah. reverse that. You're not alone in that. That's okay. <laughs> it happens. That's why we're why. here. That's why I we're here, not remember. only for the community, but to also correct the community when they're doing the wrong exercise that they think is one thing, but it's the other thing. So. Well, and I want to thank you for putting up on the screens what the program is, because no matter how many times I've done a movement, I'm like, wait, what am I doing again? <laughs> Where am I in this? Like, what am I doing? And it's totally fine, by the way, if you have just gone completely out of the, the lineup, you, you do something different, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But um, again, just jump right back yeah, in. Right back yeah, just, right back just jump right back in and you're fine. <laughs> yeah. But I, I just, I think there's a, a, there's a key there that I want to highlight. And then I want to do a little commercial and then we'll kind of wrap it sure. up here. But with like having the program there and knowing that you know a lot of the movements, you understand them, you've done them year for, for the past year and some change, you've been doing these movements. There's not a whole lot of variety in the strength components. Like, yes, we change up this, the actual sets and reps. We change up the exercises here and there. But if you look at it, there's still a lot of things you're always doing. You're always going to be doing some, some variation of a squat, always some variation of a deadlift, always some variation of like a, a bench press or a floor press, always some variation of like a row. Because those compound, those major movements that we focus so much on and build our program around are the ones that are going to recruit the most muscles, help you the most. And if you can do those consistently day in and day out, like we, we, always, we always have squats in our warm-up. We always have push-ups in our warm-up. We always have those same things, keys, because... It's, it's about doing small things consistently for a long period of time that, that brings on the changes, the progress, the results that you want to see and have. If you only do it one time and then do it again like five months down the road, like there's no real progress that can be measured in that. Absolutely. Uh, regarding push-ups, when I first started, I was doing wall push-ups because I could not do a push-up. And where are you now? Um, I could do 20, 25 push-ups. Yeah, on my own. On the floor? So yeah, on the floor. I don't do walls anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Oh. So um, again, it's taken time, mm -hmm. especially because of my shoulder. But mm -hmm. um, I can do it, and without pain. Wow. So and I'll be like, I'll look down, and my kids will be like, Oh yeah, look at that muscle, mom. I'm like, Yeah, look <laughs> at that muscle. <laughs> 
Yes. I got one there. Yes. I do. Yes. <laughs> I was talking to uh, one of our other members, Andrea, in here, and she was saying the same thing. She was, uh, I think she said she was like brushing her hair, or combing her hair, or brushing her teeth, and she was like looking at herself, and she just happened to lift up a natural movement, not flexing, and like her muscle, like definition, like came out, and she was like, oh, and she just admired herself for that moment. I mean, muscles I are that. pretty, right? Muscles are really pretty. Let's talk about muscles for a second yes. because when they're atrophied, it's just, they're, it's not healthy. Like it's, it's just, it's, it's just muscles are pretty when they're, when there's definition, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that's just my opinion. Yeah. And last note here Yes. for you with strength training, with the doctor saying this is a good recommendation for you, right? Doing strength training, focus on movements, understanding movements. Now having lifted some very heavy weights yourself. How bulky have you gotten from lifting heavy weights? I none. There's no bulk no at bulk. all. No. no bulk. I but don't bulk. But wait, you're a woman. No, I. That is a common misconception. I really, truly feel. Um, no, I am not bulky at all. I, in fact, it's it's defined. It's muscle that is defined, but it's not. I think a lot of women are concerned, especially like in the chest area, that they're going to lose muscle mass in their chest if they're lifting. I've not had that. I've not experienced that problem just for all the women out there that may be curious about that. I've not experienced that. So, um, no bulk, no bulk, right on. Awesome. No bulk. You heard it. (laughs) No bulk. So I'm going to do a little commercial. Sounds good. In that time, I want you to think about what you would say to the person, maybe yourself who is suffering from autoimmune disease, who is multiple autoimmune diseases, who has the flare ups of the knees and the pains in the back and the neck, the, the areas, the joints that are just bothering them day in and day out. They're looking for an answer. They've tried other big box gyms. They've done everything. I want you to think about what you would say to that person if you had if you had to deliver a a two minute speech of like this this is my one time to have an impact on this person. Okay, think about what you'd say. Okay, and I want it to be full Italian, like. Oh yeah, you know I'm 100. percent So the hands are going to be flying. I want them. I would just watch out for the mic. That's it. <laughs> Trying to keep them down. <laughs> I know you're doing a great job. So for you, if you're watching this on YouTube, hello, hi, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Make sure you swing by our YouTube channel, click the subscribe button. Leave us a comment in the comment section for this video. Tell us about your struggle, your own journey. Are you suffering from something that that is holding you back? I want to hear about it in the comment section. We want to have a conversation. So let's hear about it. And of course, give us a thumbs up because Tara is amazing. If you're listening to this on podcasting, hello, you can't see me, but I'm waving to you right now. Hi. Make sure you go onto any podcasting platform wherever you are. Give us a five-star review. If you think it's worth it, give us a five-star review because it is. Tara's amazing, and of course, you want to help support the show. If you don't think it's worth it, though, send me an email. It's matt, M-A-T-T, at bentonbetter.com, and tell me what we could do to make this a better show so you want to keep coming back and get more value from what we're talking about. Okay? Cool? Swinging it back over to you, Tara. So let's hear it. I want to, I want to hear it. I want to, I want to feel it. I want to feel it. <laughs> okay. So for anyone, this is for everyone out there who uh, may be on the fence with jumping into um, another exercise program. Say you've you know, tried a different program before and felt that you just have exhausted all of your resources. You haven't. You have not exhausted them. You need to try Bent on Better. You need to come here and see for yourself the amazing and hardworking uh, community of people. And when I say community, I mean everyone. I mean the, the gym members. I mean the trainers. I mean we're a big family here. Um, you need to come and try it out. And you need to see for yourself that you absolutely can do it. You absolutely can persevere. You absolutely can push through 
um, any obstacle that you've had in your life, um, regarding your health and, uh, your wellness, your fitness journey, um, you can do it. I know because I've done it. I've been there. I have said a million times I'm done. I'm giving up. I'm not doing this anymore. Um, nothing's working. I'm just going to let it lie. Don't do that to yourself. Start now because you want to look back in, you know, a month, three months or six months or a year from now and say, wow, you know what? I really can do it because I did it. <laughs> like back then I was like, meh, but look at me now. I can, you know, um, I'm just feeling better and I'm feeling healthier. And, um, you know, it, it, for me, it wasn't about, uh, you know, again, losing weight is great. Don't get me wrong, but that wasn't my focus. My focus was just on feeling better internally, healing from the inside out, if you will. So that's really my PSA is bent on better can help you feel great, feel your best, get you uh, to where you need to be from the inside out. Oh man, that was so great. So many gems and golden nuggets, some archaeology nuggets that we're digging up here. (laughs) Digging up those. Oh, just digging them up and just laying them out, man. We're about to put them in the museum. This one's a good one. This one is a good one. Tara, thank you so much for hanging out. You're awesome. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We'll see you again next time. Sounds good. Bye. Bye.